sport is a very important aspect of one's life. Recreation, outdoors, activities, whether it's social or health related. And recreation and sports start early in our lives, right from school years. We are going to talk about sports and recreation and accessibility for people with disabilities. Welcome to another episode of The Pity Party. We are three Muslim Canadian women with disabilities born in three different parts of the world, calling the Greater Toronto Area home for several decades now, bringing you our combined experience of over 150 years, sharing our stories, and helping you have a party with our pity today. My name is Rabia and I'm blind. My name is Rafia and I'm in a wheelchair. My name is Omaya and I am in a wheelchair too. So ladies, today we're going to talk about sports and recreation and what role that's played in our lives. And I'm just going to take the opportunity to start. Sport. Wow. Okay. Like every kid, I'd like to play on the playground so I could swing. Swings were my favorite recreational sport. Slides were a bit tricky because you kind of got to fight your way up there with somebody else to get up the slide and boom down. But in school, sports was an issue. Gym class was an issue, especially when it came to team sports. Team sports like baseball, like soccer, like volleyball was challenging for me. I could surf a ball in volleyball. I could pitch a baseball. I could kick the soccer ball. I couldn't be the goalie. I couldn't be the catcher. I couldn't be the batter. And therefore, nobody wanted me on their team. Even at recess, oftentimes when I was a little kid, I was the one standing alone because nobody wanted to play with me. Unless I brought a skipping rope and then everybody wanted to share and use my skipping rope. And oh yes, I could skip really well. I was pretty good at it. And I always taught my kids over the years, if you ever see somebody alone on the playground when they were grown up, I said, just remember that was your mother. So please go include them. So let's let's talk about you know what sport has meant to you guys. What I'm if sorry. any role it's played? I'm gonna start from the end, Robia. What you ended with. I did exactly the same with my daughters. Like I always told them when they were young, if you see anybody who's not participating, you go and you try to talk to them and you try to help them come in. So into the you feel included because that is your mom. I always told them that. So, so yeah, how you use exactly the same thing. Yeah. Growing up, team sports? No, I wasn't. I always sit on the side. I watch. I'm so good at watching, right? Because <laughs> I sit on the side, right? <laughs> and uh, they won't let me because it's too risky, right? They think I have one disability and that's enough. Like, I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> so, no, it was a no-no. But I played a lot with my brothers. 
I played all kind of brother, like, you know, boys games, like, you know, the marbles. I don't know if you guys, that time we yeah. play marbles, we play map, like we draw a map and we go hide and the other team has to find us. So I played a lot in the neighborhood with my brothers, like balls. They make me the goalie. I was good because the goalie don't have to move much, right? Sit there and I have long arms. So I reach the ball, right? So it was, I did, I did as much as I could, but it was more individual and with friends. Mm-hmm. I did not have a team sport, you will not believe it, until I turned 50. I was so not feeling well here. I was like suffering from health complications and I was looking for, you know, something to do. And I searched mm-hmm. Google and I found... Well, just to be clear, Maya, just to be clear, you were not suffering because of your disability. <laughs> When people often use the word suffering for our disabilities, right? We don't suffer. No, no, no. I had health issues. I had other health. Other, no, no. It wasn't my. It was my other health issues, and I was looking for a sports, and then I found this uh, wheelchair basketball in Brampton. So you know, the good old me, I just walk in like a pro, and I walk in. Guess what they do? They put me in a chair, wheelchair basketball, and they give me a basketball, and they say play with the team. It was the house league, right? And I really, really loved it. Even though I did not know anything about the rules, I did not know what to do, but they taught me and I loved it. If I, the freedom I felt on the court, it, it, it's unmeasurable. I cannot measure it to any other feeling of freedom in my life. Mm-hmm. So, and I still cherish uh, the sport and I still like participate. Now we were off from COVID, now we're back. So I really, really enjoy that. That's that's amazing. How something that you wasn't able to achieve in your childhood, you were able to, uh, you know, realize that later in life. eh? That's that's amazing. For me, what what was what's interesting is that my childhood, I grew up in a rehab center in an institution, and actually, I just remember that um, one of the things that I did participate in is swimming, right? And I love swimming, but the thing is, I can only use one hand. When I swim, so when I'm I'm swimming and I'm I'm paddling with my one hand, I'm going in circles, right? Because you can only go with one hand. I'm like circle, circle. Then it's like paddling a boat, right? Yeah, I'm like going in, in in a circle, and then then I learned that you know you gotta adapt, right? That instead of going like sideways, I have to go in front of my head, you know, and do that paddling thing to go straight, you know. Well, so it, it, it's interesting how we. I don't know. Nobody taught me this, but I just know this, right? You just do it. You just have that intuition, right? Yeah. Um, but and then in, in, in Guyana, one of the major games that they play is cricket. And I love cricket, right? And, you, you know, I can bat, but I can't <laughs> run. You know what I mean? And, 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 and at that time, you know, I had no wheelchair and I, and I, can't, I could not walk, right? So I literally sitting on the grass or in the field, whatever, and trying to participate somehow right and a lot of it a lot of the you know games i was like the spectator looking at you know looking at the games or looking at other kids play and not be part of it well here was my problem eh i was the spectator who couldn't see that well and just cheered because everybody else the best spectator in town. <laughs> oh, man. you know like i bought tickets once with the school to so go cute. see a football game that I really couldn't see. You're you so know? cute, I'm so cute. <laughs> right. 
But I never quite understood the hype of sport from that regard. Like, what's the excitement, you know? Yeah. But, I, but Robert, I look, don't worry. I did that for you. I was a spectator for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> you bought the ticket, but I did the actual work. Hey, so but I was the proudest mom when, you know, my daughter being the only child wearing hijab in her school won, you know, the the cross-country race or whatever came first place and competed in the uh, you know, with other schools, right? I, I was really proud of that. Omaya, you and I know sport. We, you you and I felt that it was really important to have sport in our children's our kids, lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we Absolutely. created those opportunities for them. We overcompensated, actually, because yeah. we lacked We it. overdid it, yeah. We overdid it. Like, our kids mm-hmm. were, like, in five sports at the same time. Oh, crazy. wow. Who created, who the crazy you know, parents? We were doing And is that, is that because of your own childhood overcompensating yes, because right? we didn't have those opportunities right like, like i didn't have the opportunity to swim right. i wanted my children to swim right See? and and that was like a combination thing i didn't have that opportunity a little bit because i was muslim and i didn't know how to dress for it <laughs> in a mainstream setting and and a little bit of it was my vision loss right and and my parents, like, you know, for newcomer families, a lot of times they're too busy working and trying to figure it all out. They don't know yeah. or, or they don't value these kinds of things, right? They're like, yeah, you're going to school. That's great, right? It's not important. So, like, as an so immigrant. We, so May and I, like, we made sure our kids went to swimming, Crazy. went Crazy. skating, went karate, went to play soccer, like four sports every week, several times. Yeah. Wow. It was crazy, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a blast. We built a sense of community through it. Yeah. I, I think I think it's so important that that people with disabilities participate in sport. It is so so important. At at one point in in, in my life, I used to go to um, a variety village, mm-hmm. and that is a place where they have all these really um, uh, nice um, um, facilities. Um, Facility and also exercise where you yeah. can do accessible equipment. equipment. Yeah, accessible equipment. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Where you can, I can just pull up my wheelchair to the to the exercise bike. You know, they strap on my legs onto the paddle, and and there I go. I I, I can get my workout that way, and it was it's amazing. Mm-hmm. We verse them. We verse them in basketball. Just that they have a variety village like wheelchair basketball. They beat us every time because they are so good, right? Really? And but me, look, even when I lost, I won. To tell you, the truth. <laughs> I was winning every minute. <laughs> That's the attitude. Was That's, the attitude. Happy. That's the attitude. I don't think yeah. anybody was as happy as me on the court. I tell you, even though I'm the, maybe the last <laughs> player, and the, you know what I mean. But it's just the feeling. It's so rewarding. And I yeah, with you it was so amazing feeling for me when three years i think three or four years into i was practicing like into the game they chose me for the women team for ontario i represented ontario wow this is was like out of this world i'm telling you imagine me in a championship you know true real championship with with teams from all over canada right like we have a paralympian in the making i tell you yeah i know i tell you it was the most rewarding it's unmatched like any other so I, I say this for people like with disabilities to give it a try. There is yeah. all kinds of organizations right now that offer it, right? I, yeah, I'm you just gotta find, you so gotta Omaya, find. Omaya, that that was in a in, in a manual wheelchair, right? 
Yeah. 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 So people are other sports. No, you don't have to do wheelchair basketball. You charge there is like these uh, organizations that they have multi-sport. Like they start to in a multi-sport kind of thing just to see your abilities. Like what could you do? Right. Okay. So okay. The, you charge like four, five, six, seven sports, right? Ah, uh, on the lighter version. And then based on your abilities and your interests and what you like to do, you can choose one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, you don't have to be for me. It was wheelchair basketball, I don't know why, I just like it. And that's and, amazing. That's amazing. yeah. What, what about and, you, Rafia? Have you done anything else? What about ping pong? I, I, I tried ping pong, but ping pong, you, I can only because <clears throat> the challenge with me was, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I, I use a manual, a powered wheelchair, and I can yeah. only use one hand. I I, I I do the the bat yeah. thing, and then if I have to move my wheelchair, it's my hand. It's like it's hard to juggle this thing, right? So it wasn't working for me. You know, I couldn't move as fast with you know. Yeah, you know what, Rafia? I was thinking throwing may be good for you because mm-hmm. throwing there is a throwing, right? Yeah, because that's only one hand and you're stationed, right? When yeah. you do that's that. So like, maybe something like, like darts. You mean? No, they have throwing like in outside, like not oh, like a javelin kind of thing. Yes, yes. Ooh. I can I, share. I can I, share with you. Remind I, me. I to, but I have to be cautious because I, I don't want to overuse my hand. You know, that's no, that's, no, that's the, the balance. No, I'm just saying like you can do it. At, you don't have to compete. Remember, there's two things in sports. There's recreation. By the way, there's another thing too that I that I found really really interesting. It's the trampoline. You know, because. <laughs> you, you, you know, <laughs> I went to my sister's and in her back. I don't she has, like those she, things. She has a huge, huge trampoline, right? So one day I got onto the trampoline. <laughs> and I had the kids now jumping on the trampoline. I'm like screaming my head out because I'm like flying up in the air. It was, it was hilarious. It was good. It was good. It gets. I don't, I don't like to be out of control. But I do not like sports. Too or recreational activities where I am out of control, you know? Like, for example, if you go to, you know, Wonderland or something, I don't like roller coasters. I don't like to feel out of control. How about about you, Maya? Have you ever been on one of those? No, I'm not Rabia. See, me and Rabia, I'm learning so much. I'm so much like I've her. I tried it, Omey. I, I am no. I did not even like it. Well, you're ahead of me. I, I, have to, me. I have to tell you guys about my experience at the CNE. I, <laughs> I went on one of those rides. One of those simple rides, right? <laughs> and I was screaming my head off. <laughs> the guy had to stop it. You screamed <laughs> so much, you had to stop her. the ride. Okay. It was for me. It looks it looks so innocent, like it's just moving like sideways, sideways. But you know the feeling that you get in it. It was like, oh my god, I'm gonna fall out of this thing. Good feeling, or you're scared? I scared, scared. Oh yeah, me too. You know, I used to ride a bike as a kid, and then I got to a point where I couldn't see well enough to bike anymore. I, you know, crashed into a tree one day, embarrassed the heck out of myself in front of my friend's brother down the street because. I crashed into a tree trying to avoid his bike. Mm. And so I ended up selling the bike. Now, fast forward like 40 years later or something, mm. I rode a tandem bike with my husband. Good. There you, you go. Know, yes. we, we it's so romantic. Okay, maybe you need to explain what a tandem bike is. So tandem bike is a double bike. So yeah. a person sits in the front and a person in the back. So, um, you know, we decided to do the Tour de Mississauga. Uh, first time biking after so long 
And then, you know, because of this pandemic experience, we actually went out and bought ourselves a bike. Because, you know, like my husband wanted to do some sort of exercise. He wasn't able to go do his team sports and stuff. He was biking with the kids. I I think, you know, I kind of felt left out, like I want to do something. So he's like, let's buy a tandem bike. I said, yes, I am going to buy the luxury version of a tandem bike because I never had a car before, right? Like I never bought myself a car to drive, right? Uh So I said, I'll buy myself the best bike. So that's amazing. We got a really nice tandem bike. We got the helmet, the whole you know, thing. And we started to bike regularly and it's an incredible, incredible feeling, you know, I I think the recreational activity that I want to do again, that that I did in university a couple of times is horseback riding. As long as the horse can see, I'm good. right? As long as the horse can see where he's going or she's going, I am good. And I think that would be absolute freedom for me if I have a trained horse and I can go trail riding that would be like something completely independent you know that would be that would be something that would be something I would love to try myself to actually actually I want to find a place let's make it happen yeah one one minor correction about what I said like I didn't practice I rode the mule every day Whoa. Every day, not alone though, with my brother. Okay, Omaya, you want to compete on that? I rode a mule. Right. I rode no, a I did, I did. No, I'm buffalo. just saying, if you're considering this a sports, yes, oh, I did that man. every day. And I rode a camel. But we use, no, we use it to go, because we live in a mountain area, we have to go to the fields, right? So yeah, my brothers, <laughs> every morning, we have two, three mules, so they have to go, each brother goes, <laughs> so I choose where which trip I want to go to, right? Well, that's what every I day. But you know, Amaya, that that's interesting because as yeah. a person with a disability, yes, it makes a lot of sense. I did, yeah, yeah. No, I don't take you. Wow. But I never, I never was a, like was strong, like uh, have the courage to you know, lead myself. Yeah, so I, I just ride behind my brother. I hold on to him, and he take me on the trip. Wow. I have to, I have to tell you guys a story here. Um, yeah. You know, may may Allah Subhanahu Taala grant him Jannah. A distant uh, relative of my parents, when we went uh, to visit Pakistan about three years ago, um, he passed away. But my mother was telling us a story and everybody was talking about it when we were there. Uh, He was a military man. In his retirement, he had a stroke and had difficulty walking. His mule would sit down, wait for him to sit, and then rise up and walk. Yeah. Like he had this mule trained mm. to accommodate it. That's amazing. amazing. That's amazing. Yes. Well, I there is so much more sports that we would like to still explore. Rabia? And Rabia, I want to Okay, so horseback riding, I promise. If you ride the mule and he's know the home, like it, let's say our mule. Yeah, he'll take you home. <laughs> right. If you ever lost, wow. he will go home. He know the way. Yeah, yeah, they know how to get home. He That's will bring you really, home. That's why it's really hard to sell them and get rid of them because they keep coming back. Oh my God. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, they do. They do. So, um, ladies, I promise next summer to find a place where we can do horseback riding for people with disabilities. I know that there are places for people with autism and stuff because horseback riding is considered very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're going to find a place that'll not say, Ooh, liability, we can't have you ride. 
and will let us ride and enjoy the freedom of the outdoors, okay? And this is the end, my third effort to end our pity party today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.